0: The Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike.
1: Hey, this is Kaz, and you're listening to Two Book Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 62. Jesus Christ, what is up?
0: (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New
1: Year. That's right. This
0: is up on the uh, 1st, if my calendar math is correct, and if I know how a calendar works.
1: Dude, according to to calendar math, I'm getting married in 14 days. Well, according to calendar math, at the time of this episode being published, I'm getting married in... 11 days so (laughs) (laughs) but yes happy new year this episode as michael has said is going up on january 1st 2018 hope you all had a really good new year's eve hope you all had a really good christmas as well yeah last episode went out on christmas um i think it's gonna be a really fun year i'm really really excited i think it's gonna be super cool and i'm especially excited for this episode, so before we kind of get into so like you know, news events, which some really, really kind of important shit has happened, um, and other housekeeping items. Shall we do a quick recap of what today's episode is about? Do you want to do it or should I do it? I talked to
0: the news is not that important. Nobody I think it's re- important. I think it really cares. No, I think I think, <laughs> I think
1: I think it's indicative of a fact, Michael, that you have become proficient. You have become psychic. <laughs> you predict the future. I need you to predict that someone will mail me bags of money. Can you can you, pred- <laughs> <clears throat> can you predict that right now? I haven't even seen that for myself. Oh, you can't even say the words to me, could you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode, we are returning to actually a really fun segment. I'm surprised we haven't done in a long time. It's actually one of our first segments. It is Guilty Pleasure Watches. Today's episode is Guilty Pleasure Watches Part 2. The idea of the Guilty Pleasure watch is um, a watch that kind of has two different sort of facets or segments. The first is being, it is so ridiculous, not necessarily expensive or inaccessible, but it is just so ridiculous to your own personal taste. You have no business actually adding it to your collection. But for some reason, you still really want the watch or you still find yourself drawn to it as a as a as a guilty as a guilty pleasure. You're not necessarily into brunettes, but there's one or two that always catch your eye. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 does that capture one of the segments appropriately?
0: Mine are all expensive. Well that's the
1: other that's the other part. <laughs> that's the mine other mine are part. all
0: like like Dan Bilzerian expensive.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> that's the other part. The other part is the watch, the other guilty pleasure watch. Um it's just too expensive. It's just too expensive. I mean, the level of engineering that went into it is completely ridiculous. Like if we can get the motherfuckers that work on some of these watches to nail down cold fusion or to figure out universal basic income, I think it'd be a much better like utilization of their skills and resources. So that's the idea of the guilty pleasure watch. It's a watch. That's just ridiculous that you have no business liking. That's possibly inaccessible, but you're still just super, super into it. Should we, should we recap? our previous guilty pleasure watches or should we do should we do some housekeeping first
0: we can we can do that when we get closer to the segment but yeah this is like i don't know it's like it's like the perfect watches to wear if you like want to throw porn stars off like the ceiling of your mansion into
1: the pool (laughs) that's
0: these are the these are the watches (laughs) that you can wear
1: from the halls of your dreams to the (laughs) pool in your backyard this is guilty pleasure watches man (laughs) That's so good. <clears throat> God damn it. But yeah, so um, it's probably appropriate for us also to honor what?
0: <laughs> Some of you might have done that last night, you know, New <laughs> <laughs> Year's Eve. I don't
1: know. <laughs> new Year's Eve, dude, anything is possible. Anything is possible on New Year's Eve. All right. Wow, New Year. God, it's insanity, dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, so because it's the New Year, also, uh, 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 before, you know, this is relating to my watch pass, should we honor the tradition? Should we do the wrist check? And then talk about some some housekeeping, some news.
0: Yeah, yeah, we can we can start with the the watch fast. Do you want? Yeah, should should,
1: should, should, should I go? Should I go first? I've been talking way you, way too much. You You go first. Okay. So, as everyone probably recalls, hopefully recalls. Um, actually, it's I I know some people are annoyed because I I feel like I've been getting DMs. Not annoyed, but like you know. They've seen the same watch for a month. I've been watch fasting with my Orient Christmas Chrono. Um, it's a really cool JDM model. Uh, the reference is it's the Neo 70s WV0051TX. I've said that so much this past month. I'm never going to forget it. I don't I don't remember my home phone number anymore. Like the home where I grew up in which I in which I reached puberty in. I don't remember that phone number anymore, but I'm never going to forget this reference number for this goddamn Orion. But yeah, so I've been watch fasting with this watch. Uh the idea of the watch fast for people who may not be familiar who're just tuning in uh to Tube Watch Now's podcast now is wearing the same watch for either 30 days or you know, a calendar month. So I started this watch fast with what I've sort of dubbed the Orient Christmas Chrono. I did it for the month of December, so December 1st to December 31st. Um, at the time of you guys listening to this my watch fast will be over and I'll officially been wearing another watch but so in regards to the wrist check that's what i'm wearing right now because at the end we're recording this i mean on the 29th of december we're recording this so i'm still watch fasting with this watch at the time of recording but to all but to all y'all motherfuckers in the future the watch fast is over to all y'all in the new year all right (laughs) and so what i did was uh on sunday (laughs) um yeah no well is it sunday or whatever day it was yeah it was sunday the 31st Sunday um, before the new year I will have put I would have put up a story segment on our Instagram feed with a poll letting you guys decide what watch I wear to a start the new year and B signify the end of my of my successful watch fast and so the choices are or were the squale Atmos 30. Which I'm just so so in love with. I love that fucking watch more than I thought I would. Yeah, you've been
0: re- you've been missing. You just got it and then you started a watch fest.
1: Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. I just it's like I just bought a new car and I just threw the keys away. I'm Like I I, I don't need this anymore. You know, Ugh, I'm just gonna walk everywhere. But um, <laughs> the choices are between the Squally Atmos thirty, uh, Ceramica, um. Or my, uh, for, I guess for a nostalgia factor slash just, I don't know, I it just it's just a great watch. Choices between the squad Atmos 30 and the Seiko SNK, my Seiko SNK, the first, I mean, real watch I ever purchased, um, I have it on, uh, right now I have it on an ostrich leather strap, which is just, it's just such a cool combination. There's just something really fun, um, and classic, but not like stuffy classic about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, those are the choices right now, um... I don't really know what you guys will have chosen, um, at the time of this episode being published, the choice will have been made, and I'll most likely have put up a story segment kind of showing me having broken the watch fast, not broken, but having ended the watch fast and chosen a new, uh, a new watch, but, um, but yeah, I mean, right now, in terms of, the uh, regards to the wrist check, um, I think it's going really well. I think I've learned a lot, uh, I've definitely had a lot of up and down emotions, um, in the previous episode, the last episode, I think uh, what I had learned from the Watch Fast so far is that I use not just the idea of watches, but the idea of a selection of watches as a kind of emotional comfort. So if I'm having like a really bad day or if I feel like I don't have any control over events in my life, I can still control what watch I wear. Or I can still put on this watch and really be into like something about it and not remember some bad feeling or emotion I had or some kind of garbage like that. It was always something I think I had intrinsically done, but I wasn't really able to articulate until I'd done, um, until I'd done the watch fast, you know, but, um, but I still love this watch. I still love my Orient Christmas chrono. I don't hate it. I would just like to wear another watch now. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I've, uh, you know, it's funny. It's not even so much the watch. It's the bracelet. I really don't like this fucking bracelet, dude. I do not like this bracelet. Have I told you Michael that I don't like this bracelet? It's really I, bad. I, I don't, you know. I didn't
0: I didn't I didn't know what you thought about that bracelet. guys. I really don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me spell it out for you. <laughs> I don't like it. It's just it's not it photographs really really well, which which it has, you know, in its favor, but it just but I can't be too mad because the watch isn't necessarily very expensive and kind of skimping on the bracelet is a cost-cutting feature that I'm I'm super on board with, in all honesty, because I'm very much of the school of thought where I can <clears throat> always just change straps, and I do, and I like that. Uh, but for this watch fast, I kept it kind of what the internet has dubbed, the, or what our fans have dubbed the hardcore style watch fast, and where I didn't change straps. You can do the watch fast uh, if you want to change straps. Um, that's still totally you know cool but um but for this one for my uh watch fast for the Orange christmas chrono during the christmas holiday you know i kept it on this garbage uh this garbage strap
0: <clears throat> garbage I mean, garbage straps are fun sometimes garbage straps <laughs> are
1: interesting but yeah i mean that's that's what i'm wearing now i mean uh i'm trying to think if i have I, it's kind of hard for me to have like a definitive like conclusion about the watch fast because I'm technically still doing it for another two or three days but but it was good I think I, I think I summed up my experience pretty well in the last episode learned a lot about not necessarily how I collect but just how I practice uh, the urology passion um yeah I'm definitely ready to wear another watch now I'm really excited to see what you guys pick uh, uh on the instagram story segment also if you're not on instagram and actually i, I guess that I, it wouldn't really work by the time you hear this it'll be over sorry we'll figure out we'll, we'll figure out something cool for the next watch fast you know um but yeah i mean that's one more. i mean did you have any specific questions or whatever in regards to the watch fast or, or should we move on to your wrist check because i don't really as i punch the microphone mother fuck sorry. no
0: I, i'm i'm excited i'm excited to ch- to check back in with you once you're totally done See how you feel when you. Yeah, um,
1: I'm excited to see when I wear a new watch. How I feel, yeah. what that feels like, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so I'll I'll, I'll let that be for now. Um, you know, for the people that aren't on Instagram, you know, kind of stay off, stay off Instagram.
1: That's Just, probably uh, the best thing you could do. I I I was talking to Becky the other day, my fiance, and we we both basically come to the conclusion that I have a full blown social media addiction, which. As a 31-year-old man, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Not weird, but it's not what you would necessarily picture, I'm not really the poster boy for social media addiction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, it's you no, know, it's not an addiction. You, you you work hard to stay connected with the people that like the show. And I I I figured out how to do the notifications on my phone to keep them like not the same as my like my work ones. So Okay, that's good. There's a tone that I have that's the tone, like I panic to when I hear it, because I know it's like <laughs> a work email. And there's another one that it's like, oh, there's somebody on Q-Broke Watch knobs that I want to talk to now. So okay, you know, that's it's good. Just, we we can we can alleviate that that issue. So. Good, 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 good. But stay off the internet,
1: just overall, everybody. I'm so I'm so done. <laughs> I'm so done with the internet. I'm so done with the internet. I'm so done with just. Having to interact with like people. Man, I'm done.
0: Yeah, have you? Just a quick tangent. I found, I, I think, what might be my new favorite subreddit. Okay. It's, it's called Insane People Facebook. It's incredible.
1: It's incredible, isn't it? You've been on that one, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, some people shouldn't have access to open communication. <laughs> I mean that's not it's not necessarily a popular view. I probably shouldn't express <laughs> it in that way, but that's just the reality. Some people shouldn't be heard unless obviously they're voting, you know, or something like that or if they're in a country that practices democracy or anything like that, but it, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to go on my Facebook and see like 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 white nazi propaganda maybe, veiled, like veiled white nazi propaganda. You know what I mean? Maybe the
0: internet needs to be less democratized. <laughs>
1: It's a slippery slope, man. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. But yeah, what is your how has your experience been so far with the insane people's Facebook or whatever the fuck it's called subreddit?
0: It just it blows my mind because I find some like I find some um like insane vegans on there. Like like the worst vegans you can think of. And it's just <laughs> I think I think there was this one chick that was like, Oh, I haven't gotten my period in like forty years because I just Holy eat. shit, that's not healthy. <laughs> like I just eat apples. I'm like, nah man, like there's there's <laughs> something not, nah and the, man. And the grammar the grammar is just so bad. Like I think it was like I eat like ant. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> and I and I, I I forwarded it to my wife because she's she's like kind of starting up this uh you know, like this health and wellness podcast where she, you know, she talks about recipes and stuff like that and exercise right. and being healthy. And I'm like, hey, you should you should email this woman and get her on your
1: podcast. You've got to get this lady on the air. She clearly knows what she's talking about.
0: Yeah, but if you guys like Reddit, you can just go down the Insane People Facebook black hole. It's, it's a ton of fun.
1: <laughs> God, man, that's insanity. Yeah, I'm not... I need to be better at being active on our Facebook, just because I know I'm conscious of the fact that not everyone's on Instagram. It's just, it's tough. It's tough sometimes trying to like do Instagram, do Facebook and all that stuff like that. But I'm also afraid that if I get too into Facebook, maybe I'll turn into an insane person Facebook. You know what I mean?
0: I think you and I, we just, I think we need a fax machine at Two Broke Watch Snobs. I I think if people want to get in touch...
1: And like Dude, I ha- you know, I have one. I I just don't have a landline because it's 2017. I think know?
0: maybe maybe we can start getting some of the Patreon money monthly and like pay for a landline. Like if you guys and you guys like fax us and we'll 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 take your fax and then we'll draw funny pictures back and forth. Like you that know, it'll be sounds it'll be like so fun. much
1: fun. It actually <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. Do you guys want to fax us? That'd be super like, cool, it'll be It'll
0: be part of the sign-off every episode, you know? <laughs> you guys want to write in, tbws.contact.gmail.com, or you can fax us. at. Or fucking... you can
1: fax us. Oh, if we can get our own custom number for the fax machine, like whatever the area code is, you know, C-A-L-L-T-B-W-S. That's too many numbers. Um, <laughs> mm, how can we... Oh, Kaz and Mike, area code K-A-Z. M I C K. Hold on. No, no, that that that, 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 that that's that's another that's another. That's Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Sorry. Mickey. I almost went into the Mickey Mouse <laughs> Clubhouse theme. God damn it. <laughs> How the fuck do you spell your name? M-I-K-E. Oh god, yeah. That's M, a, right? A, a, or did I fuck it up?
0: You could do you could use an M. I think that's that's the first letter.
1: M. Start with an M. It's a good start. <laughs> M I K E. I really wow, that's just Pavlovian conditioning. I want to say. M I C K E Y. Every time I say M and I, wow, fucking mouse. I can't do my taxes, <laughs> but I can remember that. You know. Yep. We should totally get a fax machine, dude.
0: <laughs> we should. We should also do a watch podcast. <laughs>
1: no, we just talk about fax machines <laughs> and cookies. Two broke cookie snobs. I'm still begging on two broke cookie snobs, dude.
0: It's coming soon. It's coming soon.
1: Coming soon to uh to uh I don't know grocery patreon. podcast near you <laughs> but what are you what are you wearing do you i'm curious to know what you're wearing because you were you were on like an interesting uh journey with different watches you were trying on so i'm curious to know what you're wearing right now
0: yeah i've been feeling like way too hoity-toity lately we did the uh we did the patreon episode with the the speedmaster <clears throat> really good that episode, was fun if you guys if you guys haven't checked it out yet it's it's totally free to listen to like we don't we don't kind of like gatekeep that that content there. It, we just have it live in a separate little ecosystem. Uh so there's an episode there all about the Speedmaster that I, you know, bought uh when I moved to Seattle and kind of the circum circumstances surrounding that when I when I purchased that watch. Um and then I was I was doing the Doxa for a little bit, which is like a, a really fun watch too. Mm-hmm. But um I so kind of like midweek this week, I switched my watch, I think I was wearing the Dan Henry for for the first couple of days and then so this watch that I'm wearing today every time I see it in the box, I'm like you you <laughs> <laughs> hey man <laughs> and I put it on and then I forget and so then I end up going like just days wearing the watch um. <laughs> And this, this could be how the watch fast actually started indirectly. Uh, so it's the SKX one seventy five the Seiko, um, Pepsi. And it's just like, man, like I, I just, sometimes I just, I can't think of anything else that I need in a watch. Well, when I, when I put this watch on, it's, um, there's just a, there's just a really special kind of charm, um, with this watch. And, uh, I um you know Seiko's been doing a lot of funny stuff lately we'll talk about it soon but this is kind
1: of like as funny, back to funny basics. isn't the word i was used but yes continue <laughs>
0: funny funny stuff <laughs> this is no kind monk, of
1: no monkey business guys
0: <laughs> it's it's as back as back to basics as you can get when you're <clears throat> when you're thinking
1: about Seiko and like their lineup um dude that watch it appeals to something that i think <sighs> Not all watch collectors are are maybe realize they're going for, but what most are going for, um, it's 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 perfect. It's balanced. It's utilitarian. To the fact that, and we talked about this before. You don't even realize that's an '80s watch. Mm-hmm. It 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 doesn't have. You don't look at like I I like I don't look at that same watch in the same way that I hear Billy Idol. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. It's it's just. It's just it's a watch. Perfect. Then, it's just a watch,
1: and it's perfect in the way that it currently is. And you don't necessarily realize that until you wear it, and then you realize, oh, this is it. This is this is a this is the watch. Yeah. You know? It's
0: it's funny. Today I did a bunch of stuff like with the watch on. <clears throat> like I was telling you before we started recording, I was like trying to clean my balcony and shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I got like a bunch of mud and like just like grime on this watch. Um, and then I bathed the dog. <laughs> so, Bye. and then i made some coffee used the bezel to time like the brew and stuff like that it's just it's fun to use and
1: like just day-to-day stuff um, chop some wood you smoke some trout for next year's harvest <laughs> what else what else what else did you do what else did you I, sh- do? I
0: should try chopping some wood maybe that's better than going i don't to know if that would sometimes. work in your apartment no no i wish i had a fireplace
1: Dude, me too. Some some homes here, some townhomes and condos here in Celebration, where I live, they do have them. And in like a couple of years when Becky and I are like ready to buy, we're like, dude, we gotta get a fireplace for the sole <laughs> purpose of hanging stockings on during Christmas. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we don't need heat in Florida. We could sh- we could ship and export that shit out like no one's business. But I still want a fucking fireplace. There's and potentially to destroy evidence. That would be very convenient.
0: <laughs> There's a funny thing uh, with fireplaces in Seattle when we were kind of shopping for homes and stuff. And, you know, you see little townhomes and condos and stuff like that, which are, you know, kind of modest on on square footage. Right. But there's like a fireplace and like realtors will always tell you, like, it's got a fireplace, but don't hang your TV over the fireplace. What the fuck? (laughs) So so like a lot of these, a lot of these (laughs) spots, because they're so kind of... You know, short on space. I guess a lot of people hang their flat screens like over the fireplace.
1: Sure, it's like it's and a very just, modern thing to do now. Yeah,
0: it's just like watching TV and like the TV is like melting as they're watching. It. So, god,
1: the three D TV is so fucking real, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's something to consider. Um, yeah, don't hang your TV over your fireplace.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it just because I'm. Um, my, my vision's kind of weird. So if I had two different light sources throwing light into my eyes, I would, I would probably get like nauseous, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't do that, but I've seen, I've seen people, um, do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, on, funny, on,
0: though. on the Seiko, on this, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm at a crossroads now with this, um, with this little SKX 175. Okay. Um, I've talked about this again and again and again on a bunch of these episodes. Um, about the fact that I really, really like the stock bracelet. Like I, yeah. love, Hell yeah, I dude. love the stock bracelet. It's super lightweight and really jangly and comfy when you when you size it properly. There's no micro adjust, so so sometimes like depending on the no, there actually there is a micro adjust, but there's no like kind of like quick release, you know, fancy.
1: Right, right, right.
0: On the fly system to to change the sizing, but um,
1: there's no divers clasp, wherever the fuck e- it's called. Diver divers extension. extension. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, but recently, um, this vendor, Uncle Seiko, on he used to only be on on eBay, but now he has a proper side, and he's coming out with like really nice reissues and reinterpretations of like the classic, like Seiko waffle strap, like the tire yes. tread strap on on like some of the old Seikos. He has like a nice new Tropic strap as well. And he recently came out with like his modern version of the uh, Z199 bracelet, which is basically like, you know, you see these bracelets come up on eBay sometimes like just by themselves. And it's like, it's like a hefty, it's if you take the Jubilee bracelet that's on this SKX-175, And have every link just like solid. Like every single little component is solid. And that's what the Z199 is. And he just came out with like a new version. I'm just like, fuck. This might be nice on my SKX. So I'm tempted. You know, that's a good question. I didn't check. I just kind of saw it on his his Instagram. Let's see. Let's see. And this was like, this was a December release that he did. Um, Z one 69 bucks.
1: I mean, that's not bad if you're looking at like a strap code bracelet, same ballpark. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. He and he's got them. Um, he's got them in a couple of different sizes. It tapers down from. Oh no, I think he only has it in twenty two. That's all you need, right, for Seiko's
1: i think i think so i mean i mean the only i mean my, my my sumo is 20 but i'm not about to mm. do any bracelet shit on that the only thing i would do bracelet wise on that is probably super engineer too but right now so it, i just haven't on a shit in it
0: yeah so it tapers down from 22 millimeters to 16 millimeters that's really oh, wow nice.
1: that's that's really like that's <laughs> like a dramatic taper i feel like
0: yeah and he's got them he's got them here and you see them on the uh he has shots of it on a sixty three oh nine, which is like the original turtle. So mm-hmm. at twenty two at twenty two millimeters, it'll work for like the SRPs and the uh, SKX models. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's I, I cool, might man. I might jump on it. If not for this watch, maybe the uh, SNZH that I wore during our last episode. The so fifty it'll fathoms.
1: On, it, it'll fit on there.
0: I mean, it's twenty two millimeters but I like the end but, but
1: but but like the end links are the lugs because because aren't the are, are isn't the case in the lugs contoured to specific end links i'm not sure i'm not
0: sure I, I, there's there's probably a way to get it to uh to work but mm-hmm. um yeah the, these this this bracelet is pretty tempting for this watch now uh either way whether i whether i get this bracelet or not it's you know, this is a super fun watch. Once (laughs) again, I can't, I can't talk about it enough. (laughs) You know, this is, this is a watch that pulls my attention away from like a ton of other stuff that I have.
1: Right. Um,
0: You know? And like, even if I have stuff in for like review and, and whatever, like sometimes I just, I come back to this one and, um, you know, the, the watch fast that you're doing now, like I can't, I don't know if I ever said that I was going to like sit down and wear this watch for a month. I think I was just wearing this watch for like a really long time and I'm like I'm like I'm going to try to keep wearing it for a while and see what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I um, mean no, like 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 all great men you didn't set out to do something great, Michael. You know what I mean? You were just living your life <laughs> and greatness <laughs> happened. That's basically the story of the first watch fest, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I don't know about greatness, but yeah, I, this was this was the <laughs> I guess the first watch fast,
1: and then I mean, you did it with the, and then you did it again with the turtle, right?
0: No, no, I haven't done it again. I thought about oh. doing it. I think the uh, next uh, watch I do it with might be a quartz watch. I'm thinking about it. But hey um, man,
1: as someone that did it with the with the solar quartz Chrono, it's pretty cool. It definitely makes the grab and go, the gra- grab and go, mm, grab and mm, there it is, grab and go. Thank you. Grab and go feature <laughs> that's built into the wash vest, super cool. You don't have to like worry about it losing time or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Blah blah blah. You just grab it and you just go nuts, man. You know?
0: Yeah, like I said, I wore that Dan Henry for the first couple couple that days thing, this week. That thing
1: is killer. That thing is so killer. Yeah,
0: and it's um just like a little tangent. I've been using it like uh, <clears throat> I've been I've been using it at the at the gym lately. It's it's actually really fun because you can um kind of just like start the chrono when you're like doing your workout mm-hmm. you know just do your stuff and then like look back down at the seconds hand and you can see like how long your rest period has been going for or just how long you've been doing stuff in general so like and it's quartz so like if i'm running or something like i don't really care so it's like a fun it's a fun gym watch too some people like to I don't know, pick a watch for the gym sometimes <laughs> i never thought about think, doing that
1: i think that's incredible you go to the gym what's that like
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of a pain in the ass because I don't, okay so i don't have a car here during the day so i have to like walk <clears throat> there and sometimes here it like rains a lot so i'll just show up to the gym like soaking wet like sup <laughs>
1: <laughs> soaking <laughs> wet ripped glistening so <laughs>
0: sup ladies <laughs> <laughs> just like working with mud all over my shoes
1: you don't um, you don't clean the machines afterwards. Oh, Mike <laughs> must have been here. Just watch grease and muddle over these fucking machines, man. Do, I mean, do you feel yourself getting healthier or are you just always sore? You're
0: definitely always sore, but you you do feel much better. Um, kind of just overall after going. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where you just have to like before you decide that you're gonna go, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But every single time after you're like yeah, like I'm glad I did that, <laughs> you know. So,
1: because I'm 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 getting older, and I'm trying to become more conscious of my health because my family history is just riddled with relatives that have died young, and that's mm-hmm. something I'm becoming more conscious of now. <laughs> As youth slips further and further away from me, and the only exercise that I do are my morning walks and 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 lifting heavy food. That's basically like that. Like that's it. You know what I mean? So well, hey figure- man,
0: you know what makes the gym more fun? You wear a cool watch,
1: you know? I guess then they can do like wrist shots from the gym, <laughs> but then I just feel like a jerk. I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure You got to be
0: careful. Yeah. You have to be careful not to take photos in the wrong spots there or else you're going to get slapped.
1: Oh, like, like, I'm, like I'm taking a picture of my watch, but like, but like someone thinks that something I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking a picture of their ass or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: But yeah, no, that's 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 what I'm wearing. It's the uh, Seiko SKX 175, the North American specific version of the SKX 009. Yep, same watch, uh, different designator for some reason. Uh, Pepsi bezel, you know, it, look, it one... looks
1: great with the Pepsi bezel, like that, yeah. like that style and design. I think it's really killer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've had a couple of uh, 007s, <clears throat> just the all black models, and those have come and gone. And this is my first Pepsi, and it's just like. This one has stayed, you
1: know. That's super cool. Yeah, that that watch has survived a lot of watch purges. I think hasn't it? <laughs> it really has. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when those things happen, it's like nobody is safe.
1: Nobody's safe, dude. That thing's your own, like 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 grizzled soldier of fortune. It's just seen so much shit. Nothing scares it anymore.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's all that's I got to say about cool. this watch now.
1: That's super cool. I'm excited. I'm excited for. I'm excited to join the 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 honored ranks of you and a lot of other people who have completed the watch fast, my watch fast, um, and so I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what the users have chosen for me to wear the day after my watch fast. This day, January first, two thousand eighteen, the new the newest year, you know. Um, so before we get to the main topic, just to reiterate, the main topic of today is returning to our really really fun segment. Uh, guilty pleasure watches says guilty pleasure watches part two we have to talk michael we have to talk about news
0: oh yeah yeah i forgot we were talking about we these. have
1: to if you really don't want to you can tell me now and i'll just i'll just think i'll just i'll just talk about how the fact that i literally i literally created a like a like a like a like a, like a like a like a pepper bomb in my house this morning because I was cooking I was cooking this sauce with like these adobo peppers that I got in this can that I bought from Publix this morning. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just put the whole fucking can in this like sizzling hot skillet. And I dumped the whole it was like it's like nine peppers in there and it's in there with like the adobo juice or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know anything. And so I put it in the pan and it immediately aerosoled all the capsaicin and I just took a huge breath in. And I just started just choking. Like, I thought I was actually going to die. Like, I'm crying, and I'm choking, and my sinuses were, were super clear, which is, like, the only benefit. And then Becky came out to see how, how, how I was doing, and then she started choking. The cats are running for cover. So I could talk about that if you don't want to talk about Sego News.
0: I mean, that sounds like a fun time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, my wife, like, cooked a towel last week. That was pretty fun why did she like,
1: cook, cook a towel is that is that vegan yeah I don't like how does
0: you can't yeah I mean it's a, a perfectly fine vegan meal um <laughs>
1: it, was it like a hemp, was it like, a, like a like a hemp towel or like a cruelty free towel I don't understand it's, it was I, just I, one I of really those understand. things
0: I, I have a really hard time like looking at the knobs on the stove and like figuring out like which burners like correspond to which knobs right. so I, I I understand the mistake you know. So I think, I think she turned on the wrong burner. Like, okay. There was, there was the burner that had the kettle and then there was like a towel draped over like another burner that she didn't intend to use. Uh, so that happens sometimes in, in our house. <laughs> I've done it. She's done it. So yeah, we have our, our own kitchen adventures. We can have a whole episode of that if you want.
1: We can do that. We can do that instead of talking about Seiko. What do you think? Uh
0: We can talk about Seiko.
1: Okay. <laughs> So the I think a couple day, no, like a few days after we did last week's episode where we talked about like predictions and what we'd like to see for the year, one of your predictions came true. Now my question is that did it come true in like 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 despite the fact that you mentioned it, like would it have happened no matter what or did it come true Michael simply because you said you wanted it to come true?
0: I have a confession to make.
1: Okay, what's your confession? Are you are you are you Mr. Hattori Seiko or, or, or whatever his name is?
0: No, I am. I am secretly Instagram user, Yansan underscore in underscore a underscore nutshell. I've I've been the guy leaking all of the Seiko releases. Is that the guy's name? <laughs> is that the guy's name? I'm I'm the guy in the mailroom, and and I'm on the run now after after leaking this this most recent Seiko
1: news. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, some peppers are coming back up. <coughs> it's still in the air. It's still. I stepped out to get the mail and I came back in. I'm like, oh my god, my house still swear it just smells like the Philippines. All right, that's cool. I'll just, I'll just keep the windows open longer. It's all good, man. Um, is that really the guy's name? The or his handle, his his or her handle?
0: That's what I'm looking at now. It's like a little little panda toy. I don't know if he's still around. He's probably gone.
1: Oh no, he's super dead. It's it's fine. Uh he's it's it's h- h- him and Jimmy Hoffer. They're just gone now. It's fine. Um what yeah, I, I talked, think is
0: I talked about the 6159 last episode. Uh yes. there was a uh, 1968 uh, release that is uh kind of the monocock blocker. Yeah, yeah, the monocock, the cock watch. Uh <laughs> still haven't figured out how to pronounce it. Let's
1: just call think, it a- the cock blocker. Let's cover all our bases.
0: Um but yeah, Seiko's reissuing the 6159 Diver. It's like a super hard to get watch these days. If you're looking for an original,
1: well, maybe um, should we caveat. It's just a leak. It might not necessarily be confirmed. I mean, it's, is it fair it's, to, is it's, it's a fair leak. to say that.
0: Uh, I mean, it's a leak, but it's it's a leak in the style of all the leaks that have happened.
1: There's a exactly. There's a precedent. So yeah. things that were leaked, then it came true. First comes right. love, then, then comes you know marriage you know what i'm saying so there's like a there's like a precedent so it's it's i mean reason stands that this leak is probably real right
0: i think so and i mm-hmm. i think um so looking at the dive watch connection thread that i have open now it starts with a shot of the um i guess what is listed here as the SLA025J1 which is limited to 1500 pieces and it looks like a like a vintage 6159, but uh, the case size is 44.8 millimeters.
1: Jesus. <clears throat> <The> this <throat> thing is fucking gigantor.
0: What's interesting here is that um, the caliber is listed as the 8L55, right? which is a high-beat version of the 8L35 that was used for the 62MAS reissue, which leads me to think that this will be uh, an even more expensive reissue.
1: It's probably, it's probably gonna be like five or $6,000 U.S. Yeah. If, if
0: not, if not 6,000, I think it's going to get close to five. Um, you know, it, it looks, it looks great. I'm sure we're going to see some, some awesome photos of the watch. Um, people are going to be really happy with it. It should hold its value really well. If, if you're into kind of picking these up as like investment pieces, because I know the, uh, SLA 017, for example, has held its value really well. Like sometimes like, I see them sell for like more than like 90s Submariner money sometimes. Um, right. But I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be a good watch. It's just going to be a little bit expensive. And then kind of, uh, you know, if you keep looking at this leak, they have two versions, uh, with a black color Mm. scheme and a blue color scheme. And that's, um, these are basically two versions with, uh, six r 15 movements. So the same thing that they did with the, uh, the 62 MAS uh, in 2017. Uh, so you have the um, kind of like the Uber limited version, super expensive, and then the less right. expensive version with the 6R15. But there's a third version leaked, which looks like a Seiko Hulk.
1: The green one, right? <laughs> yeah, that that's the one I wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah, so it's listed here as the SLA019J1, and this one has <clears throat> this one has a caliber 8L35, so it won't be cheap. Um either, but that's I mean that's kind of cool, like an all green, like Hulk looking Seiko. I, I'd love to see shots of that, no matter how expensive it is.
1: So here here here's my thing. You're approaching this situation very logically, uh very rationally, and there's just no place for that on the show. Like all people
0: right. know I'm mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but what are your feelings? I- what are your feelings? I'm annoyed surrender (laughs) that's Ah, i mean that's just that that, that's been the theme of my life so i guess (laughs) i guess i shouldn't expect anything anything different from I, i i i think it's 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 setting potentially a really annoying precedent because obviously based off the success of the 62 mas reissue um seiko saw it fit to do something similar but upping the ante um you know more variations potential higher price point just based off the sum of its parts that mm-hmm. we're able to 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 infer um i'm just i'm I, I don't know i i just because here's the other thing also it's not like a grand seiko piece cuz usually if this was a grand seiko i totally get it right
0: yeah yeah i just by the is way i also this- that that green one is limited too i just noticed that it says 1,968 pieces
1: for that one. For oh, that's reason. funny. Well, 1968.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, What, I mean, do you... <clears throat> so let's say they did this this year. What do you think they're going to do next year? And how are they going to find some way to charge them $10,000 for it? Like that's... I don't know. I, I, I think... I, my, my other issue is it's fucking huge. It's huge, dude yeah I don't know much about the
0: sixty one fifty nine as it is I, I i can't tell you off the top of my head what the original size was like but um i mean I, if i guess if, if it's, someone
1: is inside totally let us know but i can't imagine it being that big back then,
0: but at the same time if it's if it's a seiko we i mean we both know that Seikos wear much smaller than they appear on yeah, that's a
1: good that's, that's a good point that's a good point so. i can't be all angry
0: <laughs> there's i i think I think I'm done being angry. This is what this is what Seiko is going through now. This is what they're gonna do. It. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've had some moments where I'm just like, I don't even want to collect Seiko <laughs> anymore. Like what? Mm-hmm. What? Why do I care? Sometimes I'm just gonna save up for a Grand Seiko if this is where like the price is going.
1: Dude, that was that was my reaction for half the pri- half the potential price of this watch. I could get. Um, secondhand Grand Seiko and so I'm interested to see what happens to like like used Grand Seiko pieces after this if but this kind of continues
0: I can't I can't be mad I, I I think I think what happened to me in 2017 was the 62 MAs came out and I was like this is gonna be awesome it's gonna be like 400 bucks I'm gonna be able to afford it and then like it was kind of like it was the initial blow. And um, it was just kind of hard to get through, and and that's that's just what it is. I like the watch. I'm just mad I can't afford it. Um, You know. So, um, but and this one, you know, this one's gonna be nice. People are gonna like it. People are gonna enjoy it. um, If you buy it, more power to you. But you know, I I will
1: say I'm very excited to see the green one. I'm excited to see the
0: green one, and I'm excited to see the 8L uh, 55 and more watches. I think. It hmm. would be it would be awesome to see a Marine Master like the SBDX 017 that they make now with that movement, with that like high beat movement, because I have it here. The specs are. Um, yeah, 36000 uh, BPH. Nice. Plus plus minus 10 seconds a day. Oh, wow. Fifty five hour power reserve. Thirty seven joules.
1: It's thing's I not mean, fucking around, man. Thanks. Thing's, Thanks. Thing's that thing's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, anything high beat from Seiko is pretty cool. So I'd like to see them use that movement more in like non-limited watches, mm-hmm. um, like the SPDX uh, 017,
1: for example. If we're talking about what we want to see more of, I want to see more spring drives in non-Grand Seikos. Because we've already seen... There's, there's one or two that have it in the Prospects line. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I to see the spring drive iterated outside of yeah. Grand Seiko. That's just my my quick two cents on that but
0: i'll t- i'll tell you this much the non-limited <clears throat> 6R15 versions i know i'm just looking at weird like cell phone shots right now but these do not look
1: good no i i didn't look very hard at those i looked at the green one and i looked at like the main like one that they had used uh, you know, for the, the that leak or whatever. But um, Why do they I, keep
0: using they keep using those like monster hands for like the garbage like throwaway watches? Because they had
1: because <laughs> they, they made way too many of them, dude. Like the dude in the factory <laughs> fell asleep and like when they woke up the box was just overflowing with these fucking hands. Like, oh shit, I guess we just gotta put these hands in a bunch of in a bunch of fucking, you know, watches now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like when you do it's like when you go to the grocery store and you buy like BOGO beans, it beans RS for the next month. <laughs> all right man everything's gonna have beans in it dude you know
0: man. but um yeah that's uh, that's that's what they're doing um you know it's gonna be exciting to see like seiko during basel next year or this year sorry i mm. forget that we're recording in recording 2017
1: in, in the in the future dude we're talking <laughs> the future right now
0: um i i kind of like these other releases the uh the all black oh, yeah. ones you saw those
1: well, I want to talk about yeah no I, I I looked at them a little bit but like uh, uh let people know case okay, so at home know what's up
0: yeah so they're called um, I think they're called the night divers Seiko's night, calling the them. the
1: night divers or,
0: or other people are calling them that now but basically Seiko came out with sorry my dog is chasing tennis balls right now it sounds
1: like she's <laughs> stuck in chain link fence dude you might want to like help her. <laughs>
0: so seiko came out with a um and basically an srp turtle like style diver right uh one of their solar like diver chronographs and one of their solar like quartz divers um basically an all blacked out dlc coated cases with uh like vintage like fotina like loom stuff <laughs> um and i think they look pretty fucking cool i i like i definitely like the chrono and i like the uh the turtle
1: which is strange because you don't like black watches i don't necessarily into black watches but i think the raven trekker has been has been has been doing some good
0: yeah the raven trekker has been doing some good that's another watch i've been <laughs> i've been wearing a lot um it's a good watch man yeah wish yeah, i'd but, pick one up but that uh this you know the, the turtle is cool but that chrono i mean kind of like an all black with the uh with the the rubber strap looks mean as fuck. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I'm going to go back and take a look, but what's the, um, are those part of the, those are, those are prospects. I think you said, right?
0: Yeah. And what I've been seeing with these uh, on the forums, for example, people are still, um, they're still upset about the X on the dial. They really upset about the X. Oh, like
1: the, why?
0: Uh, It's just a thing. People hate that.
1: People, people get really nerdy about, like, dial text. I mean, well, did these watches... I mean, I I really don't care. I mean, I... I my watch has X on the dial, but... I mean, my watch. My, my Seiko Sumo SBDC 033. It has an X on the dial because it's the Prospect Sumo, but it has an S on the crown. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly don't really care i guess that's indicative of the fact that i'm really i'm not really a purist which i think i think is 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 exemplified just in some of the stuff that's going on with with the rivka watch project you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i'm not really like a watch purist like that so i guess it doesn't really bother me too much now is it is it that people are are they just don't like the x or they don't like the fact that it was one thing before and then now it is something new
0: I think the fact that it was one thing before and now it's something new.
1: Well, fucking join the club, man. I mean, everyone hates that kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> right? Everybody I mean, hates
0: life now. Everybody wants to be a kid again.
1: <laughs> right? I um, mean, dude, you know, my my, my, my fiancé and I got uh, got each other Pokemon games for 3DS. I've just been playing Pokemon all day long. I think it's yeah. great. You know? one um, I'll have to go back to work soon, which I'm not looking forward to, but whatever. Can't be a kid forever, <laughs> man. You know?
0: But, you know, I like, I personally like all three of these, um, these divers, especially that solar chronograph. I've been very close to buying the, uh, the blue one before there's one with like blue accents. Oh, the blue, the blue and black. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. But this thing is, this thing is cool. It's a, it's a nice balance of color between the all black, everything. And those like vintagey, like loom plots, uh, which I don't get upset about either. Like I don't care about vintage loom or whatever and and seiko's been doing a lot of weird like unsolicited you know releases lately like they came out with those baby turtles that i haven't seen much about they came out with like a patty i don't know they came out with like a patty 62 mas 6r15 watch with like a gradient like blue dial that transitions from blue to deep black um yeah there's like some like sunburst gray turtles now like just They're just coming out with stuff, you know, just, it's just stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Y'all like stuff. We got stuff. We got stuff right here. We got gradient stuff. We got black stuff. We got coconut stuff. (laughs) That's funny, man.
0: But with these like blacked out divers, they're, they're pretty damn cool. You know, I know the turtle is going to be really popular. Those are, they're, they're all limited by the way. I I don't know how the distribution is, how many of each.
1: I want to check out that solar chrono. Do they have prices listed? Um. yes we have
0: pricing i should know because a blog to watch published today <laughs> um, uh for the quartz chrono which i think it should be the v 175 solar quartz chronograph movement um <clears throat> chrono is 410 euros I don't know how much that is in real money. 410 euros, that's probably like 500 bucks. It's all, yeah, just a hair short of like 500 bucks. But I mean, it's not going to be that on Amazon, you know? So Just keep an eye out. If that's curious. true.
1: I mean, that's a little... I mean, that's... I guess it's limited... No, well, so is the Blue Lagoon Samurai. The Blue Lagoon Samurai was 550. That's odd. Yeah. That's very odd. Hmm. Yeah. Um... So interesting, two two releases from Seiko. One is, I mean, I suppose there's there's positive and negative arguments for it. Same with the other one as well. You know, the the six one five nine reissue. In addition to these, like um, I guess these night these these blackouts. I don't know, night night rider. I don't know. I, I have no idea what the fuck you call them. These <laughs> these, these nighttime re, reissue or not reissue, but like but like uh, uh versions of the watches. I I I I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. You know, Seiko
0: Seiko is just, they're doing their thing, you know? It's like Star Wars got bought out by Disney. So now you're going to see like a bunch (laughs) of fucking crazy like Star Wars movies, like Han Solo
1: movies. Shit became real for me. So I live next to Disney uh, for people who are just tuning in the podcast now. And so I go to Disney all the time, getting married in Disney. We're going on a Disney cruise honeymoon. I do Disney. I do Disney like no one's business. All right. That's just basically what it is. Shit <laughs> yeah. became real for me after the Lucasfilm, LucasArts, whatever, acquisition. I was in, uh, I was on Disney property and I saw a child eating popcorn out of Chewbacca's head. <laughs> <laughs> they sold, they sell like like Chewbacca head popcorn buckets. And I'm, at, at that point, shit became like super real. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking, this is happening. This happened. Like you know they, they own Star Wars now. You know? Star
0: Star Wars fans are the absolute worst fucking fans of any movie franchise. Like and I grew, you
1: say, you say that as a fan. Just I just want to make sure. And people I say are that clear.
0: as as somebody who has grown up with the movies from age fucking four.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know I cannot tell you how many times I've watched the movies, but you know what, man, I can I can sit here and I can be pissed off about you know. Chewbacca popcorn buckets, you know, (laughs) or I can just fucking, you know, play the game of life and enjoy new star Wars movies when they come out. And, you know, I can do the same thing with Seiko watches. Sometimes, sometimes Seiko is going to do stuff that I like, you know, I'm going to be upset when I can't afford it, but you know, I get upset that I can't afford some of the watches I'm going to talk about today during our our guilty pleasure shit. So which we should
1: probably get to, right? I
0: mean, I guess in the end I'm just an asshole.
1: Um, like we're all assholes. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point we have opinions which inevitably makes us assholes.
0: <laughs> but you know I I'm 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 going to, you know, I was very upset about the 62 MAS. I I think the the SLA017 is is a gorgeous watch. Um I wish I wish I could justify adding it to the collection. Um You know, I I kind of, I played around in that price range this year, but I just, I decided to go elsewhere with the, you know, with the Doxa. I just, I found it to be a little bit more special, you know, just for for the variety in my own personal collection. You know, I I don't, I'm not drawn to the 6159. I I understand it's a cool watch. There's some of that DNA in the Marine Master SBDX017, so I I. I could see myself going for that instead It used. They get around like a thousand bucks. um, And I, I like all of these, uh, these night divers that they came out with. I think they look pretty cool.
1: I'm interested to explore. I'm interested to explore those. I want to, yeah. like I mentioned before in the other, in the previous episode, I'm looking at a new watch after my wedding. I was looking at the, uh, another, uh, another, another Orient Neo 70 series Um, that fucking, I don't know what the fuck it was called. I can't remember what it was. WV zero zero seven one oh, SP. yeah, the, 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 the three-hander. Yeah, the, the three-hander radio-controlled movement for like two hundred fifty bucks, which is fucking incredible. Yeah. So, but that 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 black chrono, that black chrono, the, that that Le one, that might be that might be an interesting option. I'm gonna go check it out. But um, but shall we shall we do this? Shall we jump into the main topic? Shall we talk about our guilty pleasure watches, part two?
0: Yeah, let's do it, man. You're you're on a fucking yacht with like Charlie Sheen, and you guys <laughs> are just like. I don't know. Doing blow on jet skis. What kind of watch do you wear? <laughs> Should we add drug use to the disclaimer at the beginning of this show?
1: No, think. we're not using drugs on air. I mean, we're talking about the flagrant use of them with celebrity personalities. I think that's completely different from doing them on air. You gotcha. Know? Gotcha. Uh, So so should I go first? So basically the way this works is Michael chose some watches, Guilty Pleasure watches I chose some Guilty Pleasure watches We're going to go back and forth Just to reiterate, last time we talked about this Was episode 6 And my two Guilty Pleasure watches were Um the bell like like so a bell and ross one of the square cases i don't know why i have no business having an aviation infatuation at all but i love those watches i don't feel as if they're worth the price at least new i mean you can find them used pretty good prices you know what i mean especially being an edda based um yeah. uh yeah. watch but that was one of my guilty pleasure watches and the other guilty pleasure watch i had chosen was the ulysses narden freak I have no business even contemplating adding that to my watch box, but just so me as um, uh me as sort of like a movement geek or a movement innovation geek, that watch is just so fucking killer. I mean, it's 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 really 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 cool. It's a it's really a fun watch. I think it starts at like fifty thousand dollars, which is basically what we're looking at for our down payment on a house. So I can't really good conscience. <laughs> I can't really, like, in good conscience, <laughs> position myself to possibly wear a house down payment on my wrist. Just just for for me personally, in my personal, as I punch the microphone, personal financial circumstances. But those are my two choices. What were your two choices last episode before we jump into the new one?
0: Well, I mean, you you just have to buy like a you have to buy like a child mine or something like i was somewhere. hoping you were
1: just gonna say i have to buy a child and then stop talking it's like it's <laughs> gonna buy a child and then somehow buying a child would solve all my financial problems
0: yeah i mean you, you know? buy you also buy child slaves to run your mining operation and then you can you have the money for for a freak i guess michael
1: i don't know i don't know where you went to overlord school but you don't you don't pay for children's slaves you steal them or you trick them that's you know, true understand? yeah this or you trick them into like indentured servitude. There's there's much better. I'm not, I'm not spending resources on labor. in you <laughs> <of> your mind?
0: <laughs> the first the first show of 2018 is quickly becoming our worst.
1: <laughs> what? I think this is a great show. Well, what were your what were, what were your uh, guilty pleasure watches from last year? Two, okay, so so six.
0: last last time it was a guilty pleasure watch because everybody gets mad at the brand and people hate it, um, and and they get upset and they yell through the computer, um. <laughs> It was a, it was a Tag Heuer like Aqua Racer chronograph. Kind of fun, you just like whatever quartz chronograph from Tag Heuer. It looks cool. Right. The the blue version is like a really nice deep blue um you know that it would just I, I don't like it looks like a fun watch to just like have on a like a colorful like NATO for example. Um Right. You know. Uh, I mean I like the I like the Aqua Racer stuff and I, I even like the Formula One stuff, like which is like their cheapest, like kind of orologically like dirtiest stuff, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Um, so w- one was a tag horror quartz chronograph. I can't think of the exact model now. And the other watch is a watch that I, I really do love, and it's the IWC Big Pilot reference.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: I actually like them all. I think it was the five thousand four, which is the uh, almost like the okay. bling, the blingiest one. Um, but it's a, I mean, it's fucking, it's a crazy cool watch. It's just so expensive and so huge. Like, like I don't, I don't think many people that like own big pilots can actually like technically rock them properly because they're so <laughs> massive. Um, but a, but a very like, I, I think the IWC big pilot is kind of like king of the uh the luxury flieger market so. yeah i, I, I like that watch uh it was like it was the first like luxury watch i ever tried on and i was like whoa these things are expensive <laughs> like it just <laughs> it opened me up to the world of how expensive these things can be sometimes and it's like like i look at the price of a new one these days and it's like nothing like compared to what i've encountered in real life anymore but um yeah, I'm excited for our picks today. What what what's your first one?
1: So so for my my first choice is actually it, it it's it's from a brand that we talked about on the show. I think we've talked about it a lot of times in sort of like a poking fun fashion, but I find myself I find myself enamored with this watch. So it it, it is it's from Richard Mille. Okay. It is the Richard Ooh. Mille uh, I know, right? Rm, Rm two six zero two. The Richard Meal, evil eye. The Dick Mill, uh, <laughs> the Dick Mill, evil eye. I really, I really don't think Richard Meal likes being called Dick Mill. But I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna get Dick Mill tattooed on on my stomach, prison style. Like, going I mean, what,
0: it'll just be awkward for us one day when we meet somebody from the brand.
1: The only time yeah. we meet someone from the brand is when I'm serving him drinks. That's basically. <laughs> that's that's. I've accepted my lot. My lot in life, wearing my Seiko 5. Oh, here's your, here's your martini. I said, no olives. That's how I'm going to meet a Richard Mille uh, representative. But this is the Richard Mille RM2602 Evil Eye. This is a ridiculous fucking watch. The only way I can accurately describe this watch to y'all, if you can't see it right now because you're driving or something like that, you have to look at a picture of this watch. But this watch basically looks like... It looks like if a 13-year-old created an imaginary, like, cavern for this fire-breathing dragon, but very shittily. Like, it it, it, it looks, it literally looks like refrigerator art. Like your child's refrigerator art. I've never seen this one before. (laughs) You have to, the only way to really understand is you have to see it. The watch looks... Oh my god, you can see
0: the eye from both sides.
1: Is it on both, so I can only see it from the front. You can see it from the back, too. I'm looking oh. at a
0: case back shot, and you can Dude. see the eye through the case back as well. <laughs> okay. With, so with the flames.
1: It's <laughs> This is a stupid watch, but I love it. I have to wear this watch somehow. Somehow I have to wear this watch. Basically, the inside of the watch looks like it's on fire. And at 9 o'clock, the eye that Michael mentioned, there's like an eye. It looks like the eye of Sauron, but like, a, it's, like a little, it's like a little nipple. So if you can imagine like a nipple... With like the hole in the middle, like, like, like eye shaped, like, like, I don't know what the fucking word is, but like, like crescent shaped. That's what it looks like. It's a stupid fucking watch. And so I'm going to read, I have the dickmill.com site open uh, (laughs) right now. Did not type in dickmill.com for Christ's sakes, people. I will. I don't, I don't need that on my conscience. All right. Uh, this is from richardmeal.com directly. This is not from like a Pirates of the Caribbean fanfic. This is not from like Reddit, you know, a uh, 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 scary pasta, whatever the fuck. This is from the actual richardmeal mother flipping, mother fudging website. The concept of the evil eye, also known as ayen harsha Arab, in Arabic, I'm not saying all the bullshit. Um, <laughs> the evil eye is recorded. I'm not saying all that bullshit. Is recorded in every culture from early history. This universal symbol of foreboding summons suffering and misfortune to whoever is exposed to its power. The evil eye knows no bounds except those imposed on it by various protective talismans, such as the Eye of Horus, the Jewish Red String, or the Irish Four-Leaf Clover. To name just a few, well today, a new talisman to protect against these negative energies in the 21st century has been developed by a visionary of contemporary watchmaking, Nonconformist by nature, Dick Mill has seized on the imagery as inspiration for the new RM2609 Turbion Evil Eye, blah, blah, blah. Basically, Richard Mill has made a Swiss Turbion with, 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 with Dungeons & Dragons refrigerator art to help you ward off the evil eye.
0: That's, this is, that's that's too much of a background story to tell chicks if I'm trying to pick up <laughs> chicks <laughs> my I'm
1: trying to pick up chicks hey so my watch wards off the evil eye let me tell you about the evil eyes like listen if here's a general rule of thumb if someone uh that you're trying to court uh uh, uh sexually someone if you're trying to encounter some sort of you know some, some sexual escapades with if they don't have the interest or attention span to hear you explain the rules to Dungeons and Dragons. They're not going to listen to you talk about this watch for twenty goddamn minutes. That's no. that's, that's uh, unless you can find a man, woman, or dog that will listen to you talk about different dice rolls, how crit hits works. Let's say we're even talking about Second Edition, how all that bullshit. Works. That's the only person. Who's gonna need? Who's gonna listen to you talk about this watch? And the rule. And then is, they they
0: might is, be a keeper in that case.
1: I was gonna say if they listening to talk about that shit, you don't even need this watch for no swag. You already got your swag. You got your nerd swag, dude. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> just show her your fucking copper and bone fucking D twenties, man. You know, bone <laughs> D twenty might be a euphemism. I should try. I should. I should research that. Dick... Bone, bone D20s, buy them now on dickmill.com. But this watch is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, It's a tourbillon. It's, uh... It's just supposed to be a talisman to ward off evil. It's got that classic uh, Richard Meal sort of... Uh, I wasn't facing the microphone, sorry. Richard Meale sort of shaping. It's got the screws. It has the stupid hands. These, like, little tiny, like, wooden stakes you kill miniature vampires with. Um it's like sandwiched between rose gold pieces. I have no business liking this watch. This is a limited edition watch of 25 pieces and as we were discussing off air, it's a $500,000 watch. Okay, right? Did like like am I remembering correctly?
0: I just found so I found I just, another article that says 690 Swiss francs. So no, probably a little more.
1: God, my God. So I can, I can basically, I, I can, I can pay for chemotherapy or I can fucking buy this watch. <laughs> like those, are, <laughs> those are, those are my options. I can, I can purchase a potential dice roll callback to a new lease on life, or I can buy the sweet, sweet dick swag, the sweet nightclub, nightclub conversation piece. Can you imagine me trying to like conversate with like men and women who I'm trying to court? In a loud will- nightclub with this watch, so it wards off the evil. Yo, no, yeah, okay. It with evil eye. Okay, these are your drinks. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very <laughs> excited about this watch.
0: I wonder if the flames are loomed. That would be pretty
1: cool. <laughs> It'd be so metal. That would be so metal, dude. Um. Th- th-
0: can I just say how this has the tiniest hands I've ever seen on a watch?
1: This is a it's a Richard Mille feature. Richard Mille pieces that have a very sort of uh, visual imagery front-facing theme have these small hands. So the Jackie Chan uh, Richard Mille that has like the dragon giving itself a reach around or whatever has right. these same exact hands. I, I don't know what the fuck the dragon's doing. It's just doing something. <laughs> it's full. It's filleting the moon. I have no idea what it's doing, but it, like it's like coiled. it's coiled in the watch and so it has these same hands and so the thought process that i can think of is that is that is that richard meal didn't want the hands to take away from the imagery um and that definitely is the case here because this is just a fucking watch on fire i i I just i just want to iterate i'm not necessarily bashing the level of craftsmanship that has gone into this watch because unless i'm crazy this looks like it's painted enamel like really like fine detailed Painted enamel. I'm not bashing the process or whatever. I'm just saying the entire presentation is stupid. It looks like refrigerator art. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not the, paying- the
0: flames, Yeah, the flames are enamel painted.
1: Yeah. I'm not no, paying No, 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 the, the
0: eye is. The eye is enamel painted. I just found out.
1: Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Dude, I'm not paying like five, $600,000 for this watch. Having said that, I would really love to wear this watch. Like, <laughs> I would love to see this watch in person. It's definitely a good guilty pleasure watch for me. Cause every time I see it, I just get happy.
0: Well, but this- you know what we, it, it, we have uh, a lot of listeners every week <clears throat> in a ton of different countries. If you are one of the 25 lucky owners of the <laughs> RM evil eye and you want Kaz to spend some time with it, ship it on over.
1: I would you know? love to do a two broke watch snobs <laughs> hands-on written review. Can you imagine someone researching this watch? I think I'd like to own this watch. And one of the entries that comes up on Google, two broke watch snobs. <laughs> Richard Mille, Evil Eye, RM2600. These guys are
0: assholes.
1: <laughs> <These> are- <laughs> how many, how many children's slave jokes did they work into one episode? <laughs> My God, <laughs> soulless pieces of shit, dude. Happy New Year, everyone. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my pick. Um, I really would love to wear this watch one day. I don't know what it is about it. I would love to hear anyone else's impressions of it. If someone's seen it in person, I would love to hear how it was. I know reshared meals are, are, I think they look bigger than they actually do in pictures, which is, which is a problem I wish that I had. But I, I, I'm very, very (laughs) interested to hear, um, what people's impressions are. If you've seen this watch too, if you like it, blah, blah, blah. I, 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 I think it's really, really cool. I shouldn't like this watch. I should want to buy a home. I should want to buy a home more than I want to wear this watch, but I'm, I'm ashamed to say, I'm not sure that's the case.
0: Well, home homes are nice. It's, it's nice to, to I would sleep. like a home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would like a home, but what's, what's so, so enough, enough, enough about my, about my child's finger painting, uh, watch. What, what is your or, first guilty pleasure watch?
0: I, I was nervous when you when you <clears throat> said Richard Mille because I was scared we were going to pick the the same one. But You've, mine, did you
1: choose Richard Mille too?
0: <laughs> I did. I did. Mine does not have flames on it. Uh, it's it's a it's a little more subdued. Um, and I, <laughs> okay. I think I've talked about this watch before, but I just want to just go on record now and officially say that this is a guilty pleasure watch. Okay. Um, and they've been making this one for a while. I think they've been doing it with one of their. Uh, oldest brand ambassadors it's the rm 55 bubba watson in all white um i I think there are a couple of rm 55s but the the all white one is the one that i kind of dig and i can't explain it um lately i've been trying to settle on a on an all white watch (laughs) um okay
1: oh this thing is pretty cool actually
0: i don't know what to tell you man i just i just like it it's This thing is probably like, um, definitely over a hundred grand.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: I've only found. I mean, see, CRM Jewelers has one for a hundred and five.
1: Tis but a scratch.
0: Tis tis but a scratch, right? (laughs) So basically, the appeal here, and I, I think, I think you and I see the same things in, in Richard Mille. We um we're attracted to the way that Richard Meal works with certain materials. Yeah. Uh, yeah. be it be it titanium or enamel or carbon, uh rubber in a lot of cases. Um they have like an ironically sort of G Shock 3D printed look. You've said so before.
1: This one, yeah.
0: Yeah. And um you know there's just there's just something about the shape of this one. It looks super lightweight. Uh, I guess it's super resistant to shock when you golf. I like, I don't golf. So, but I guess it works for Bubba Watson. I don't know if he've, he's ever like hit like a serious, like drive and like had the watch explode on his wrist. You know? <laughs> um, but the, the one thing that gets me with this watch is just the way that, uh, Everything is super skeletonized, so so the movement and the uh, the time display just looks like it's floating in the center of this like massive uh, no shape case. So that's that's yeah. that's why I'm attracted to this one, and it's like I don't know. It looks like a super douchey like peacocking watch. And that's what a lot of Richard meals are.
1: I don't know if this will qualify as a peacocking watch, though, because I feel like in regards to Richard meals, I feel like it's super under the radar, dude. Your watch well, isn't on fire with an eyeball in it.
0: You yeah, know what I guess I guess per- perhaps <laughs> perhaps maybe in watch collecting circles, it is a peacocking watch. But, you know, in in normal like social circles, <clears throat> no, it's it's not a peacocking watch. I, I'd almost argue that a peacocking watch in just like regular everyday social circles. Might have to be like diamond encrusted if you really want the effect, yeah, of, dude. True, of true peacocking. <laughs> but that's I that's mean, that's my first one.
1: I think it's cool because it's, it's almost like it, being all white. And this is the first impression that I have when I opened it. It looks <clears throat> it has like a G shock vibe almost. And then I'm reading this description here on the Richard Meal on the um, website, and it says like you know, resistance to G forces and all that bull crap. And, uh, Richard Meal likes the physical motions involved in this sport. Um Editor's, editor, narrator's notes. I'm think I'm guessing they mean golf, mm-hmm. uh, which combine amplitude with precision and the surprising sequence that contrasts moments of zen-like prepper. Who writes this shit? This Not me. Is incredible. <laughs> the long period of the ball's trajectory. Hashtag no context and the subsequent walk to the next tee. This watch directly linked developments that took place, creating the tourbillon model. Wait a minute! The subsequent, the, the, ne- yeah, uh, the
0: subsequent walk
1: to the next The next, yeah, the subsequent walk to the next T. That's it, that, 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 that's that's what it says.
0: Uh, am I supposed to experience a lot of shock to my watch when I'm walking over to the next tee?
1: I mean, it depends. Is one leg shorter <laughs> than the other? I mean, <laughs> but
0: that's. I mean, that's that's this one. I don't even think this one's a Turbion, and it's like super expensive.
1: Uh, Def- definitely uh, over. It look Look like a turbulent. I don't see one. Yeah. So this is a very interesting watch though. I I, I can totally see why you'd pick it. Yeah. If no, it it looks
0: it looks like a fun, I mean, like I'd love to wear that on vacation or something. I'm telling
1: you, if you like this thing, dude, look at look at some of those white uh Casio uh G Shock DW fifty six hundreds. They have some really cool white ones. I like
0: I like the one that um that has like the tide the Tide gauges or like the Tide display. Cause that it's very one's... relevant. That's very
1: relevant to our day jobs. <laughs> Correct.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that one, <laughs> that one looks pretty cool, but it's, it's all white. And my, my other one is, is an all white watch, but I'll talk about it soon. What's your second pick?
1: Man, the second one is the second one is a watch. I have talked about on air. I don't, and I, I'm very similar to you. I want to go on record and classify it. It's time. It's time to it feels, it feels. it. It feels
0: good. If Everybody can make fun of me about the Bubba Watson now. You're well, totally it's,
1: welcome. Everyone's turned to now make fun of me for my next guilty pleasure pick, and that is the Jack Age Rose Charming Bird. Any any version. I love this watch, but the one I'm going to specifically talk about is the Jack Age Rose. Here we go. Uh, J031534200. Again, J031534200. Five three four two zero zero. It is the you, version of the watch that has the bird painted.
0: You know what's amazing about this and mm. i'll I'll let you just kind of continue right right away, but the most expensive trait or I guess like the the biggest thing that they market with this watch is just completely useless in every single way. Yes, I don't think it the is- bird is even like a minute repeater or anything or it even has anything to do with like telling you the time.
1: It's just a completely useless. Um complication. The sole purpose of this watch, Michael, is to delight. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like a music box. It's, it's, it's like it's, a music box. It's like a sort.
1: music box. It's it's this it doesn't. It's not even that legible. It's not I don't I think there is a minute repeater version, but uh this one isn't it. Um The bird doesn't do anything. So just to just to give people an idea of what's happening, the watch It is, I'm going to go on the Jackie Droz, the Jackie website. That's a really bad accent. Uh, 47 millimeters. Okay. Um, 15 millimeters thick or 15 millimeters thick. And then it kind of gets thicker at certain areas. It's basically a watch at around six o'clock. Uh, About half the diameter of the watch is a bubble housing a little bird. Little bird. Bird. I want my bird. Sorry. I think that's from Iron Man. I think it was Mickey (laughs) Rourke. Really bad. Weird. Like a really weird Russian accent. I want my bird. Um, A little bird in there. The bird is basically meant to be the final visualization of what is internally housed in the watch. And that, really no other me describing it, is a miniature organ. Uh It's a miniature, like, eight-tubed organ. I'm going to pull up the article from Hodinky. This is written by Jack Forrester or Forrester Jack. I always fucked it up. My, my dyslexia always kicks in on simple names.
0: Yeah, you see the little, like, kind of piston moving back and forth as the bird, like, flips around, and that is pushing the air to create the, the sounds, right?
1: Yeah, but I'm going to read an excerpt from this article. It's Jack Forrester, right? Is that, yeah. That's the guy's yeah. name? Okay. Yep. It's from, from Hodinky. Um... Uh bu- 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 where am I? As air is forced through the pipes, that's miniature pipes in the watch, as air are forced through the pipes, a whistling noise is produced and the pitch varies depending on the size of the pipes and basically the position of the pistons. That's basically how the work how, how the watch works. Um it's uh and the three three pistons and each barrel is made of synthetic sapphire. So if you look at pictures of this watch, it's just it it it's very reminiscent and it this is this is a super Jack A. Rose thing. I mean, because the brand kind of dates back to the 1700s. It's a very specific aristocratic Victorian almost like musical automaton. I mean like a music box like you said. I mean the idea of miniature automatons during that period of time were huge. You know what I mean? Uh the more ridiculous and the more orphans that died in its creation the more valued it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> And so the Charming Bird is sort of paying homage to the history of these types of, you know, mechanisms and jacket draws specifically because I think there are larger versions of this in the brand sort of, you know, uh, quote unquote product line. If you can have a product line being a 300 year old brand, but the, the 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 watch is ridiculous. So the version, the specific version that I mentioned, the bird is painted. There are some versions where the bird is just like all gold or all silver or, or whatever the fuck it is but this one is painted it's painted like in like a like a blue and red it almost looks like a like a blue jay with a green back i don't know i apparently they don't have birds or where the fuck jacket rose is from but you know whatever um i love this watch there's no reason for this watch to exist the the motherfuckers that made this watch we need to get them on like colonizing mars because i'm pretty sure they'll knock that shit out in the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Ins- they, instead, they applied their knowledge, uh, uh, to creating a miniature organ, <laughs> Cre- creating a miniature organ in this watch. Um, I think this watch is also like a $500,000 watch. <clears throat>
0: the, um, I have like, I have 300. I, it might not be the same version, but the version I'm looking at is 360,000 Swiss francs.
1: Ooh, what a steal. That's way cheaper. Yeah. That's way cheaper than the Richard Mille Evil Eye. <laughs> you're, you're, you're
0: picking more expensive watches than me now.
1: Well, I, 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 this is, I we've talked about this watch on air, but I don't think I've ever really like explained to people. We'll put a video up in the show notes. So just to really give you an idea, all of those mechanical things I talked about, all of those miniature mechanizations and innovations we talked about produce a sound that's that that's like a little bird. It's really, fascin-
0: I- it really is fascinating. It's, v- it's really, really crazy to watch.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. I I I love that. I think that's I I want my board. I think that's just so fucking cool. I would love to wear this watch. I, I'm never gonna own this watch. I have no business owning this watch. Having said all that, this watch doesn't need to exist. Literally it literally doesn't need to. It's 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 like world hunger. It doesn't need to exist. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> uh that's a good pick though.
1: I, like I love, I love this watch, but, but, but yeah, I could talk about this watch forever, man. But yeah, you guys, you got to look at a video of this watch. You got to look at pictures of it. If you haven't heard of it, you're hearing about it now. Let me know your thoughts on this watch. It's just fucking, if anyone's seen it in person, I would love to hear your impressions as well. Uh, if it's as just incredible as I think it is, but what I'm being conscious of the time. Cause there's some other stuff I want to talk about at the end. What is your, what is your next guilty pleasure pick?
0: My next one um it's another it's another all white watch and I'll I'll be quick because because this one is actually there's not really anything special about it and it's the only tourbillon that I've really ever been drawn to which is why I I thought I'd bring it up. Okay. Um and I I talk about AP a lot and I love like the, just like the regular basic Royal Oak but this is a, a Royal Oak concept which is like, I don't know, it looks like wearing a Stormtrooper on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I think of. It looks like a Stormtrooper helmet that you strap onto your wrist. But it's the Royal Oak Concept GMT Turbion, um, And it's a super sporty watch. Um, kind of like part of their most advanced collection of watches is the concept collection. Uh, And this one has just a really attractive, simple GMT complication at three o'clock. It's just like a white arrow pointing to the second hour that you're tracking. (laughs) This thing is actually really cool. It looks just this watch just looks like super fucking comfy. Like I want to I want to wear this watch while I'm like relaxing on a yacht or maybe like a (laughs) helicopter ride or something. It just it looks it looks fun. Uh, It looks like ergonomically sound. Um, the, uh, the pusher at like four o'clock is how you change the, um, the second time zone, time zone. Oh, so that's, that's really cool. fun. Um, and the turbion is kind of, like, it's there, but it's sort of like hidden. It's not necessarily like center stage. Like some brands are like, Hey, look at my fucking turbion Like, <laughs> you know? so it's like, it's sort of like hidden there. And I, I do like, I like the mix of titanium and white ceramic, uh, together with the white rubber
1: strap um, I mean the thing is super okay so this this watch is really cool because it's super balanced it's a bit in my opinion I guess it's a concept watch it's a bit of a departure from what you would normally expect from Royal Oaks
0: oh yeah of course saying? that that's this is kind of this is their wheelhouse where they just uh you know, just like, do things yeah they mess around with shit. you know it, it comes it does come out really really cool yeah and this is useful as a
1: GMT. This thing is really cool, actually. How much is this watch? Can we buy one? And this thing is expensive. Can we buy uh, one with our with, with, with our Patreon
0: money? I should have. Yeah, maybe maybe we have uh, maybe we have some saved up. Concept GMT. Let's see. Okay. Is there, is there one on Joma Shop? Maybe not. Yeah, there is. One hundred and seventy thousand.
1: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't think we got that much on the pay-
0: <laughs> Would you buy that on Joma shop?
1: <laughs> no, god, on Joma No, I've had I've, I've I've had a bad experience on Joma shop. So with 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 like a $200 watch. Uh, def- sh-
0: definitely around 200 grand is this thing. I I think they're limited too. I'm not sure how many they've they've made.
1: Very interesting. So you're so you're 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 kind of getting into white watches.
0: I am, but I'm very shy. I'm I'm scared to kind of like settle on something. Well, because the
1: white the the white watch is interesting. It's 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 easier to notice someone with a white watch than a regular like like a non white watch. Because the thing is, it's just it generally stands out pretty stark, you know. But that being said, a lot of them seem super cool. I feel like if you can find one that stands out because of the whiteness, but has a lot of really great balanced features because of just good design, like this one. Or like some of those Cassios, I think you're. I think you're good to go. There's also
0: something very Bond villain about this one too
1: that I like. <laughs> yeah, but like a, a charming Bond villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like a yeah. not like a rapey Bond villain. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, very, very much so. This is. I mean, I, I I don't know. if This would necessarily be a guilty pleasure watch. I think it's bad. Well, I, I guess the price.
0: I, the price is insane, man. Yeah. I just like I, I would just love to spend some time with a regular Royal Oak, like much less a fucking like one of the concept ones. This it is looks ins- it, this it, is insane. it looks like
1: it looks like the Disney tune version of of, of General Grievous from episode one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: I, I oddly know exactly what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> right? It kinda it kinda has that vibe. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I'm I'm not familiar with this concept line. Is this like a thing that they do?
0: Yeah, yeah, they do that. They have a lot of fun with the stuff. A lot of wow. weird, exotic materials. Yeah, check them out. AP's AP's pretty cool. I'm I'm not
1: afraid to say it. I I really dig a lot of AP watches. Yeah, these things are these things are super cool. I think this is a great great piece. Now, I I I didn't have a third one prepared. I can talk about a third one. Did you have a third one prepared? Or I'm trying to be conscious of the time. I just saw what time it is right now.
0: We can we can go with uh, we can just go with two this time and we'll put a bonus one in the show notes. How about that?
1: We'll put a bonus one in the show notes and we definitely got to come back to the topic. I think it's a great topic.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, if, if it's a good time to maybe wrap it up.
1: Um, let me see the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me think of a recap here. Uh, bu- 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 watch fast coming to an end. Happy New Year, everyone! The time you're listening to this is January first, two thousand eighteen. Um. Really want to thank everyone who's been with us for this entire year. Even also the like the beginning of the show. I hope everyone has a really, really great year. I hope everyone had a really, really good Christmas. Had a really good holidays. Um, really excited for what this year has in store. My watch fast is rounding out. It's going to be done by the time you hear this. You guys... We'll have chosen the watch that I break the watch fast with. It's going to be the Squally Atmos 30 Ceramica or the Seiko SNK on ostrich leather. I don't know. I'm happy wearing either one, which is why I thought it'd be really fun to do one of those Instagram polls. So uh, keep your eye out for that. Actually, I guess it's too late now. (laughs) That's already happened. But uh, thank you to everyone who voted. (laughs) (laughs) I, I keep forgetting I'm talking to the future. It's like the movie Frequency. No, he was talking to the past. You ever see the movie Frequency? No. Oh, for God's sakes! Uh, 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 it's got that guy that played Jesus in it, Dennis Quaid. Or okay. Maybe, wait, did he, Dennis Quaid didn't play Jesus? No. I would watch the shit out of that movie. Actually, I don't know. What um, you're talking about. <laughs> you've no idea, uh, God. Um, but let me think. Uh, what else is happening? Sacrebleu is doing the the. They leaked the reissue of the six one five nine. Correct. Six one five nine. Yep, that's it um and just precedent has shown us that leaks always usually result in the actual watch coming out it is a little bit large it has one of the 8l calibers in it it's at 44.8 millimeters but seiko well, a large watches were smaller so let's see what happens the price is a bit discouraging but to sort of uh you know soften the blow there or seiko released those really cool like like midnight models or whatever the fuck they're called nighttime night rider models or whatever, i don't know what they're called yeah they're they're um, night
0: rider models
1: yeah. Night Rider miles fuck it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, those things look super cool. Price, you know, priced in the same range as other sort of uh, uh, prospects, limited edition models. So it seems to be in like the five, I guess, to I don't know, eight hundred dollar range. Five hundred dollar one was the quartz one. I have not know how much the other ones are. So I'm just guessing eight hundred bucks. Well, they're probably more. Um, what else? Uh, Guilty pleasure watches, part two. Uh, we recapped the first watches. The second watches for this episode, uh, my pick, my first pick was the Richard Mille RM2609, the Richard Mille Evil Eye, the symbol, universal symbol of foreboding. <laughs> so, so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Michael had chosen for his first watch the Richard Mille RM055 Bubba Watson. Super cool white watch. Really, really fun. Uh, the second one that I chose was the Jack H. Rose Charming Bird. Literally, it's a useless watch. But it's a very expensive, useless watch, and it's goddamn really, really cool. And then the last one you chose was that super cool uh Audemars Piguet, Audemal uh concept Royal Oak GMT. I think a uh, Turbion GMT. thing is, like, I think it's a really great watch to have in there towards the end. Um, yeah, it looks
0: it looks so fun. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm staring man. at it right now in Joma shop. Maybe they take PayPal credit. I'll ask. Do they take?
1: Do they... <laughs> <laughs> Don't think PayPal <laughs> will give you a line of credit. For One click ordering. 000. Come on, let's go. <laughs> can you do like monthly payments of ten thousand dollars?
0: Oh my god, that'd be awful.
1: <laughs>
0: but I, uh, I would be a, a single man very fast. You could come 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 live with me. Just bring your watch, dude. It's all good. I don't I don't think your future wife would appreciate me couch surfing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just covered in Doritos. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey hey Mike, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing well, man. You know. With your $180,000 watch. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Would love, really love to hear you guys' thoughts and opinions on um, anything we talked about in the show. The Seiko. Any of the Seikos we talked about. The reissues. Your thoughts. Are you looking forward to it? Or are you sort of apprehensive like we are? Um, uh, Would love to hear everyone's thoughts on the Guilty Pleasure watches we chose. Do you have any Guilty Pleasure watches? Would love to hear. Uh, you can comment on Instagram, obviously. Um, you know, when these go up you can uh, email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com again it's tbws.contact at gmail.com you can email us thoughts and opinions um, we're looking forward to hearing from you guys thank you so much to everyone that's listened to the patreon episodes um thank you thank you to everyone that's actually gone gone through read our patreon page and actually uh, donated because that that stuff's super super cool that helps us just keep the show up and running. We're working on getting new equipment now so we can improve the audio quality. It also just kind of keeps our hosting and our SoundCloud membership up and everything like that. So that 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 really means a lot. Um, hold on, cat, get oh, whatever. I can't win with this cat. Uh, speaking of Patreon, really, really quick, because I'm trying to be conscious of the time. Before we go, Mike and I are already prepping for the third Patreon episode. So now, for those who recall or don't recall, the first episode Patreon special we did was a we had a Big Zero buying guide. The second episode was the story about how Michael purchased his Omega Speedmaster 3570 or 3750? Which one is it? I can't. Always, I almost forget.
0: 3570.
1: 3570. Really, really cool story. A lot of personal anecdotes. A lot of really cool history. You really get a sense for just... It's not just a watch, you know, that Michael had bought. It represents something much larger. Definitely check that episode out. We're already planning a third episode, and Michael and I would love to do sort of a question-and-answer Patreon special. So basically the way it works and what I'm asking now is you guys email us questions. It could be questions about watches. It could be questions for just Michael. It could be questions for just me. It could be questions just about the show. It could be questions about anything, 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 two book watch knobs, watch related thoughts and opinions, anything like that, um, just start emailing them in, you know, we we try and do the Patreon specials one month, uh, uh you know, once every month, so we'd love to start getting answers, just questions together and collating that. And everyone whose questions, you know, we answer, you know, you'll get a shout out on the Patreon special as well, so I think that will be a lot of fun. So does there's any burning questions you have, or if there are any questions you've just been wondering, like why my asthma only kicks in on air, I would love to talk about that on Patreon. Uh, was there anything I'm forgetting, dude?
0: No, I think we're good. and you know, I think we'll we'll t- we'll take our time, get it like gathering some questions, maybe oh, a yeah, yeah, cu- yeah, yeah, couple yeah. weeks and then we'll we'll answer them on air. So if you want to hear us talk about something on air or, or answer a question on air, we'll we'll do it then during one of those special Patreon episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anything with the urology, the history of our show, anything like that. Super super happy happy. I I, I think it'd just be a lot of fun. I lo- I just love the idea. Um, but if that's it, I guess I guess that's it. Yeah. You want to do the sign-off, or should I?
0: Yeah, happy, happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2018. My name is Mike.
1: My name is Kaz, and you've been listening to Two Book Watch Nobs. Later